weekly feature, Communication Matters, where we talk about the importance of communication skills. Last week, we focused on listening, and this week, the subject is boundaries in communication. Cecilia Louis, consultant, coach, trainer, and founder of Ilia Connect, joins me in the studio. She's got over 30 years of international experience behind her in a variety of disciplines, including communication, and she's fidgeting too, and she can certainly shed more light on the subject if you are unclear about it. Good afternoon to you. <laughs> Hi, Sadie. I apologize for the background noise here. <laughs> With all the sound effects to show her presence that she was actually in the studio at this very moment. So how are you this afternoon? Good, good. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't realize um, it's 20 out. It felt a lot cooler when I woke up this morning. Well, you're dressed for it. You are dressed. She's got some war a warm tilt neck on, a jacket on and boots. And I look like I've just walked out on a summer's day. I'm always prepared for AC. Right? Yeah, 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 that's right. Because it's amazing that, you know, in the studio, it's a bit cooler than uh, in other places. But we won't talk about that. We are absolutely fine. Now, today, Cecilia, um, the subject we've got is boundaries and communication. Now, uh, you know, when you say that, I suppose we all think, what are, what are we talking about? So first of all, let's just look at what exactly are boundaries in our communication? Well, let me ask you before I go into that, when was the last time you were spoken to that mm, didn't feel quite right? <laughs> and, and it kind of irks you um, and, you know, you ended up, yeah. even um, after a sleep, you, it still bothers you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not long ago. Yeah? Yeah. What, so what? Well, sometimes it can just be, it might be with your children, for instance, oh, yeah. when you're, because right. sometimes children can kind of push the boundaries a little bit because, uh, you know, they might just get a little bit too sort of um, too comfortable about certain things and then their language changes and stuff. So that's it. But certainly um, in the in the sort of work environment, I can't quote anything from here, but certainly that's been a situation I've been in where somebody may be a little bit, say, um, patronizing maybe or you know slightly condescending or they it's their tone which kind of makes you think oh they shouldn't really be speaking to me like that so yeah. so it's it's all of that mm -hmm. isn't it? it it's either at the workplace with our um loved ones at home and uh, even in the public it's all about you i mean what you don't like might be different from what you know who crop what you know, what am I crossed with? So everybody's um, met matrix is very different. So, you know, you, you spoke about all those things, you know, the tone and condescending. Um, and, and another thing that you also mentioned, um, people get too comfortable yeah. with their own way. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, uh, one of my top, a few top values would be uh, respect. You know, you, I, I, I respect my who I am, so therefore I would remind myself constantly uh, what to be mindful of in my communications, and I extend those same thing to other people. Um, you know, fair and being inclusive—it's it's also a big value of mine. So I make sure that when I talk to people, I don't I don't purposely exclude them, or um, in other ways being exclusive. So um, those are the the various um, examples. Like it, it's boundaries. Basically, if I can distill it down to a definition, is um, how you like to be treated. You know, you express your wants and your needs. Um, they're different from preferences and different from 
formality. You know, this is how you write a memo, and um, this is how you ought to um, speak to someone. But those are more, um, you know, boundaries are more individual. It's about your sort of comfort zone, isn't it, in terms of how people speak to you or... You know, you you have a certain sort of dignity and respect and you want that sort of maintained in all relationships, whether it's work or, or family. Absolutely. I mean, at the workplace, you if you're not a person, let me give you an example. Um, I think if you're a decision maker and you're senior enough or even even if you're not, um, I'll, I'll use some of the example from my 30 years of uh, work experience. If I'm, you know, if you're not a person that, likes to gossip at work mm-hmm. or to receive certain types of information. You think it's oh, it's confidential and it shouldn't be shared. Mm-hmm. Um, you would convey that to your co-workers or you would, um, you would, I think, you know, boundaries is more like teaching other people how to, what you're, it's what's behavior, important to you. It? That's right. It's about behavior, unacceptable um, behavior that, you know, you just don't, don't condone. And at home, like you said, with your children, um, sometimes they forget and sometimes they, they think, um, they don't realize you're working on something, so they come and interrupt you. You're on the phone, you know, with young children. That happens all the time. So you need to, um, when children are young, you have to teach them, you know, what's acceptable and what's not and when not to dis disturb me um, and when to, you know, not to be polite, that sort of thing. And in the public, you know, there are, we're, we're in a Hong Kong, it's, um, it's classic of that, you know, people talking loudly, talking yeah. over each other. Um, even in the classroom, when I teach, the very first thing that I say to the students is, one conversation at a time, no mm-hmm. over-talking each other. Um, going back to what we talked about, listening, when you do that, you can't hear the conversation and what the, the important message sure. is. Do you think some of those boundaries have changed now over time because of like things like social media? And, you know, because I suppose some of those barriers are going down a bit more because people are just so much more informal about things. So do you think some of those boundaries are, are a bit more flexible now? Um in this sense, I'm I'm referring more to personal boundaries, yeah. what you're comfortable yeah, at accepting talking. and and uh, whatnot. So there's still certain things that you can, you know, put a stop to on mm-hmm. uh, on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of negative stuff on social media. There's also positive stuff. So you uh, use your own wisdom and and um, you know determine what's uh, what you will do and what you won't do. And of course, you know you you can't ask for what you can't dish out yourself so if you want respect from other people you're going to have to do the same um you know just be a good model in your communication Mm. so why do we need them why should we have these boundaries um because of our own dignity because of our own uh, the way we carry on with people but you know and is it something that you have to make people aware of is it a physical thing that you have to say look can you just be or is something that you were born with you should have some awareness of it I think sometimes we take it for granted that everybody knows the basic, um, but in fact we don't because of cultural differences, personality differences, individual, um, you know, standards. Um, 
uh, over time, you will know whether or not you should uh, call somebody out or you should uh, politely teach someone, look, this is what I do not like. Please don't speak to me with that sort of tone. Or whenever you see me, um, you know, doing something on the phone, please don't come and disturb me. You do have to teach others, I think, uh, whether it's a, a child or an adult. Because um, we all come from a different background, uh, different, um, you know, different upbringing. Uh, some people, they're just used to yelling at home, so they take that into the workplace. Mm-hmm. I've had that mm-hmm. um, in in a past uh, work experience. Sure, and sure. Yeah, so you do, you yeah. do have to uh, let others know. So it really does depend on the type of, say, communicators we are, because you said that, like, you know, at home you might be used to behaving in a certain way and then you automatically just take that. But that's also how receptive we are to certain ways of communication that we just take them. But so there's different forms of communicators, really, aren't there, in terms of how we all work? We've all, we're all different. We're all different, absolutely. And um, depending on what you, um, you know, what you value as a person spills into everything, how you um, manage uh, your the way you speak, the way you communicate, and how you parent. So without, like, if you don't think that you need to tweak some habits, you're going to go about it your very natural way, and it it could go either ways. Um, You know, in there are, like, uh, let me ask you, do you know the type of communicator that you are and I share a slide with you on the on the different types whether you're a passive communicator passive aggressive aggressive or assertive I think I think I kind of change with circumstances and so I just you should adapt yeah. um, there are times where generally I would say that personally I'm quite I don't want any confrontation I don't I just want to be nice I just want everyone to understand but then there are situations where uh, you know it might just be you know um, if you're dealing like for instance at this very moment I am just trying to muster up a little bit of um, a backbone because I have to deal with some insurance companies about... I recently had a burglary in my house. This is in the UK. And um, this insurance company has now come back and said, well, you know, we can't really do anything about this because you didn't do this or you weren't here. or So, so I know that this is just something that some companies will do but then it means that I've got to sort of stand tall here and and be quite assertive about this because once you are and I know a past experience it helps to be assertive so then you adopt that role but then in other circumstances if you see that somebody's needing some help or whatever then you automatically change the way you speak you will actually go over to somebody and say well, do you need some help on this your voice will change your whole body language will change and that goes with with your voice as well so so i think you know we're all sort of adaptable i think i can certainly be assertive without a problem you know i think with the experience that you and I both have behind us, um, it it's natural and it's it's wise to be adaptable and mm-hmm. flexible about our approach because we we just have those in our life experience too. Um, I don't um, I don't agree that being assertive all the time no. is the best. No. Uh, you also have to assess your situations, assess the stake. 
um, assess the current situation sure. that we have around us is speaking up always in your best interest. Yeah. <laughs> um, whether it's safety, whether it's um, will somebody lose a job or um, are there relationships that will be damaged? You have to kind of reflect on those situations. Um, sometimes it's in your best interest to stay a little bit passive. Um, passive aggressive is never a, a there's no <laughs> there's no benefit to be in. Although, uh, but, although it's something that's practiced an awful lot um, because you know when somebody gets annoyed, um, whether it sometimes be in the office environment or in a personal situation, the kind of thing is is they're bottling all this aggression inside, but they don't want to show it. So instead, it's just you know their actions. They're slamming things down or or just just looking at somebody with daggers in their eyes. So that is something that is actually quite common in, in offices and in the home really trust me i've been there yeah right yeah, I, I used to be a passive aggressive communicator okay. and I, I shared last week that how that how our communication the way we communicate was very much impacted by our, you know primary caregiver sure. so i have to um work a lot on that and and being called out by other people as well mm -hmm. uh look i don't i don't you know that that's I'm uncomfortable. If you have something to say, say it directly. Yeah. So that kind of personal journey has also, you know, slapped me a few times. Yeah. It, um, well, I think the ultimate question you ask yourself: How much you value that relationship, and how much are you willing to change um, to improve on that relationship, rather than, you know, um, you know, I have a, a pride, my pride to my, you know, its face, its ego. Those are you don't want to let those get in your way. So, um, and I, I think with experience, I, I can kind of identify the passive aggressive behavior in people mm -hmm. and I would um, approach them uh, with you know with the desire to look is there something that's bothering you let's have mm -hmm. um, have a dialogue let's let's um, tell me what mm -hmm. what's it's quite you know, lot, what's behind quite a lot your door slamming there. yeah I mean I think you know it is quite hard when you actually say that to somebody because I mean I suppose if you're looking at it there's a kind of unhealthy and healthy boundary here that obviously you can tell somebody look don't do this it will create turmoil it will make them feel uncomfortable but so are there sort of healthy and unhealthy boundaries you know that we should be aware of of what to do and what not to do um again i think it boils down to how much something bothers you um for example the healthy boundaries obviously is to you know, be direct with your conversation without being, um, you know, without hurting other people's feelings. Because ultimately, you're looking at the quality of the relationship you're striving to build and not to hurt somebody, um, putting them down or whatnot. So it's, it's about honoring who you are as a person, what's important to you. So the healthy ones would be when you know um, you should really say no to something, whether mm. it's um, accepting a piece of um, 
work or uh, saying no thank you um, you know this yeah. is going to compromise my work if I take take on one extra project um, you know sometimes we say being honest is a virtual but in life I think you do need to learn how to make white lies yeah. um, you know again yeah, there's a fine line there isn't there really I suppose you might get a bit of a reputation if you you know if somebody asks you to do some work I know lots of people who for instance will just keep taking on work. They say, no, no, yeah, yeah, I'll do that, I'll do that. And then they do promise that they'll do it. But then they know at the time when they've taken that work on that they don't really have the time to do it. And that creates more tensions, you know. So it is a matter of accepting that there are certain boundaries that it is okay for you to say, no, I can't do that. Yeah, well, if you don't say no, you're going you, you're gonna to end up paying for it. Because yeah, yeah, exactly. when the when when time comes you have to let somebody down um you know the other person has lost time they could have taken the project to somebody else so mm -hmm. i think it's it's for you know it's good for both ends um to know your limits to know um you know the quality of your work if you take pride in the quality of your work you wouldn't take more than you can chew and this applies obviously in the family situation too. I mean, it might just be as a mother who is working and looking after the family and it's just taking on more responsibilities as it goes. It has to, you have to give somewhere and hand over some work or some of that sort of responsibility of the house and children. You know, you have to share it somehow. Yeah. Again, it's um, coming back to how much you love yourself and respect yourself. This, this, attributes to self-care um, you know it's it also learn to ask for help all those it's like it, it's not just communication we're talking about a, a much bigger um, issue here so I think in general learning how to um, set the tone and set the ground to what's important to you and don't let other people cross those um, boundaries. Can you think of anything in your in your time, you know, in the experiences that you've had where you have had to physically just say, right, I have to change this. And then how did you do it? And then what happened? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is really telling on radio now. Isn't and it, it? It, it's it uh, goes back to being a passive aggressive yeah. communicator. Right. So right. you changed that. I did. And that's exactly what I had to reflect on. Um, how much do I value that relationship? Or do I care more about being right? Um, you know, the other person, I think, also took a lot of courage to call me out mm -hmm. saying, look, I don't I don't like the way you're communicating to me. You either change it or the relationship will dissolve. Mm -hmm. So I think um, ultimately I need to make my um, decision. Um, shall I shape up or shall I walk away? That type of thing. And that's very common, very common in the workplace, very common um, in personal relationships. Um, you know, that happens a lot with um, romantic relationships as well. You know, you don't, you, mutual respect is ultimately what you yeah. want to uh, strive to. Yeah. So, I mean, like, is this something that, like, for instance, you can think of it in the workplace that we need to be aware of this. Is there any form of teaching that goes on? Obviously, we teach our children and we tell them as they're growing up what to do and how to be careful or have empathy, etc. How about in the workplace? Is there any form of sort of training that goes on to help you with these with these communication barriers? Um, I think 
as a as a team, if you manage a team or um, work in an environment where there are other peers, um, it's slightly different. Let, let me let me give you an example. If you're a team, and a lot of managers they inherit their teams. Yes. Unfortunately, yes. Um, and let's say you walk into uh, a situation where the dynamics isn't to your liking. You know, there's a lot of bad talks, uh, a lot of, um, you know, some gossip, some cooler talks. Uh, and in Hong Kong, there's also language barriers. Uh, what I get a lot of from expats working in a local environment is that well, people naturally speak in the local language. I have no idea so what they're talking alienated, about. alienated, yeah. You feel alienated. So if you're in a position to change something, then you need to change that dynamics. Um, you know, whether you're in a meeting, people t speaking in a language you don't understand. So you, as, a, as a manager, you can set the ground rules mm -hmm. um, and the way that people treat each other while they're talking to each other. Um, so that is completely in your control. And that is a huge control because you can actually do that. I've seen very good managers right from the start and it's nipped in the bud right from the moment that they start that relationship. And you got it right right there. You have to nip it in the bud. Because yeah. otherwise it will, the negative energy, the uh, whatever energy that's not conducive to performance sure. will spread. Um, if you're not, like you, Good for you that you saw a lot of good um, management. But I also hear um, people feel that, oh, it's a local culture. There's not mm. a whole lot I can do. Now that you have to come back and ask yourself, is it? Or you don't have uh, what it takes to manage a team. And it, it takes a lot of courage, like you said. You know, it, it takes a lot of speaking up. It takes a lot of um, calling other people out and, and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, now, do you want to just leave us with some hot tips in terms of if we were just summarize the whole thing about boundaries and communication um, and also tell us what we're going to be talking about next week? Sure. I think um, in summary, I say boundaries are important. It's um, sometimes we overlook <clears throat> the importance of uh, communication, how it impacts our own well-being and the well-being of other people. So healthy boundaries obviously will contribute positively to everybody's well-being. Um, when you're in an environment or when you feel that <clears throat> there are a few things that bothers you but you know you haven't worked at coming up with the courage to um, kind of tweak those, then you, you have to do some, um, you know, do some asking yourself. Boundary setting is <clears throat> about honoring who you are, respecting yourself, but also at the same time, extending the same to other people. You're also teaching other people how to respect you, mm -hmm. how to communicate with you uh, in a way that you, uh, you would uh, accept. Um, Coming up next week, we're going to be talking about authenticity in communication. Mm. Um, there's so much talk about uh, engagement and trust, whether it's in the workplace or, um, you know, with our families or friends. I hear a lot um, on people whether I've been there myself 20 years ago, um, realizing that I have a work 
personality and I have a home personality. So I think the ideal is to close that gap. And how would you do it? Is being authentic to yourself, um, being, being true to being yourself. True to yourself. And again, coming back to being true to what you value as a person. Um, all the topics in this series are interconnected, mm-hmm. and um, you know, authenticity. It's about it's about you know, being truthful, being sure. sincere being a lot of things and we'll go into that next week that'll be next week good well if you are interested in listening to some of the other podcasts from the communication matters program we have looked at listening we've looked at leadership and um, you can do that just make sure that you go to the rthk radio 3 website and go to the 123 show and those podcasts are there and you can listen to those and please do go also onto the facebook page my facebook page sadia usmani on radio 3 rthk cecilia i'd like to just say thank you to you for today that's great you've warmed up now and i'm warm in the studio too because i'm just thinking about boundaries now let's make sure we'll discuss our boundaries in a few moments but thanks very much i look forward to seeing you again you're next welcome week. see you next week thanks a lot Bye.